All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Voice of the Era podcast. Today's a special one. Feel me? I want everybody to introduce themselves in the Instagram to the people. So let's get it. What's going on, y'all? Um, I'm Mark Davenport. I'm not gonna say why the fuck I say my whole name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark. Um, yeah, I gotta take a shot. But um, my my Instagram is uh, the bigger main, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. From the Bronx, by the way. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, 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 rapping. Uh, this is Maury, um, Dave's big brother. Black uh, Jesus, man. I don't know why you call me Black Jesus, but yeah. Uh, Instagram is Carson Codes, so holla at me. Uh, my name is Bengali, uh, from the Bronx as well. Uh, Instagram is gonna be underscore underscore BG Speaks. Brian from the Bronx. Um, Instagram is Rojas, R O J A J A S. Steamy man, three underscores D E E M Y. Let's get it. A lot of Bronx stuff right now. Bronx, BX all man. day. BX all, stuff right Yo, BX all day, man. I like that. Bronx Instagram got something different. No, the yeah, vibe, right? Feel me? BX all day, man. BX all day. And if y'all tuning in, make sure to like, subscribe to the channel, or also <clears throat> follow us on Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor.fm. Uh, what we say yet? Spotify. We everything. Got Amazon, everything, all, all platforms and everything. The drink kind of getting to me, Fim. I'm getting a little bit tipsy. Yeah, you'll find. But we're gonna get there, right? We got a lot of feel me. We got a lot of young black brothers out here. Feel me, like everybody who like you know, um, figuring life out as 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 we grow. You know, um, everybody here has a career. Feel me, we went through trials and tribulations, and we mm-hmm. got here. Yeah. So I feel like yo, like a good topic for us to even discuss today would be like. Uh, what is your definition of a man or growing up to be a man and like um, uh, has like certain experiences like helped you become the man that you are today and what were like the trials and tribulations that you went through as a black man? Mm-hmm. Mm. Deep. We can start off. Straight up. Start, start to the right. I'll start. Are we going to go in order? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think to answer your question, I think... Um, we all... We from New York, so we all go through trials and tribulations, right? Like yeah. we kind of like we're men... Or felt like we were men by like 10 years old, 11, 12, right? We were handling or doing things that we shouldn't have had to do. Um, but I think it, it made me mature really early. I know a lot of my friends and my peers, so I was really, really mature before my time. Um, but I, I don't, I, trials and tribulations, I don't know. Like, I feel like I had a solid life. Like, we kind of spoke about pre-pod. Like, you know, I felt like I was raised by different people. Um, different people gave me a lot of my energy, personality, the day, the way I think, the way I approach life. Um, but I think it was all for the best, right? Like, even the good, the good is always gonna out, you know, the bad's always gonna feel like it outweighs the good, but you gotta think about we blessed, right? Like we're here, we're having these conversations. Some people like we know personally are not here. Um so I think that's all of that makes us who we are. Like I said, we come from you know, different situations, different families, different households, upbringing. So, you know, yeah, definitely. But Maury, like, what does it mean being a man of you? I mean, you know, growing up, man, I just thought that when I was younger, especially back where we was raised at, I used to think being a man was like the ability to like to express my physical dominance over another man. Yeah, make another man feel like inferior, you know. But you know, just traveling the world, you know, just being in different countries and. Start my own business. I just I think being a man is like being kind, being understanding. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And like, <clears throat> like showing the youth that you know there's other ways to express your emotion than being violent. Because sure. growing up, I was super violent. Mm-hmm. Everything, every 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 problem that I had, the solution for me is to get physical. Mm-hmm. 
So you don't know, think being being from the hub, you know, you see the OGs like they don't even talk about their problems. They're like, you know what? You want to be a man, you got to like show them, you got to be strong, man up, man yeah. up, man up. So I think not not being a man now, like I got my little brother here. So like being a man now, I just want to show him, show other people, like yo, there's other ways of dealing with your problems. You don't got to get mm -hmm. physical. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Vent about it. Just don't get violent. You know what I'm saying? So I think being a man now is being understanding, being compassionate, and just teaching and learning as you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> BG. Um, when it comes to the idea of manhood, for me personally, being a man is about making hard decisions. Mm -hmm. Nobody in the room want to make that decision. Um, being a man is having a bigger back, uh, meaning you can handle a lot. Um, doesn't mean you have to handle it all. But in your nature, in your creation, your your ability to handle a lot is possible. Being a man to me is uh, being vulnerable and leading because I feel like a lot of times, especially with our youth today, mm -hmm. we not. A lot of times, maybe the men in our generation, before us, just dictated. They didn't teach us how to lead. Right. Mm. So a lot of times, we don't know how to teach a younger person how to lead. Mm. Until we find ownership as to what the leading is, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I feel like for us, especially within our generation, whether we're, I think we're millennials all here, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, millennials. Yeah. And <clears throat> our job as men is to have the ability to learn how to lead and, and practice in freedom, not just wanting freedom. Practicing it so you can show it to your son, mm -hmm. so you can show it to your nephew, so you can show it to your niece or your family. And being okay with leading your family forward. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean every every decision you make will be right. But being okay that I'm gonna make that next step and it's fine. That's what manhood is to me personally. Right. Brian. Man, piggybacking from what everybody said is just being vulnerable, man. Um being open. Being open to all conversations too. Um as a man, Bengali, we we came from from high schools where being a man in those environments was you had to look at a man in the eye enough to know that you're not scared, but look a man in the eye enough to know that you don't want to fight. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So you have to look at them in the face enough to be like, look, I'm not here for the nonsense, but I also have to look at you in the face enough to let you know that I don't want no problems. Yeah. And leaving your crib every day, knowing that that was the battle that you had to fight, made you a man and made you realize that that's not how I want my students to grow up to be like. You don't want your sons to grow up to be like your nephews to grow up to be like, right? So being a man to me is the conversation could last hours, but being a man to me is just being open to conversations, being vulnerable, and and knowing that you don't have the answers to everything, yo. Absolutely. Um, and golly, you hit it right in the nail. Like you have to make hard decisions, even though that decision might not be the best decision. Right. Um, you might step in a, in a hospital bed and you have to decide from your wife to your kid. And that's a decision you don't want to stand on that floor and be them. And believe it or not, they're gonna come to you and get you. They're not getting her father. They're not getting her mother. They're not getting. Your, they're asking you. Um, mm -hmm. So asking, I mean, making those decisions and making sure that those decisions are at least as close as possible to the right one. Um, but yeah, man, hard conversations, hard decisions, being vulnerable, being open, man. That's it. Yeah. What about you, Demi? Um, I know for for being. For me, being a man is, you know, being accountable, right. being vulnerable, right. um, doing what you say you're going to do, mm -hmm. keeping your word. Mm -hmm. And I know I always piggyback on this, but, like, 
like I said, I had a great father figure growing up. And he would always say, if you're going to do something, make sure you do it right the first time. That way you ain't got to do it again. again. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? So mm -hmm. just being a man is, you know, it's, it's not an easy task. It's not. At all. Like, like I think someone said, is you're not going to have all the right answers. Mm. And, you know, you just got to try your best. Definitely. Definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I, because I didn't answer the question properly. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm going to be brief, very brief. Yeah. I think being a man is raising better people. Right, mm -hmm. um, I, I think from all of your perspective, stop right there. Yeah, because <laughs> we, low key I was, but I just want to, I just want to kind of pinpoint everybody's kind of perspective. I think you know, putting better people on this earth is gonna always come back. It's like planting seeds, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you, you want to the the people that you touch on a day to day is who will carry this forward, right? So Absolutely. like they say, when you die, your children are your legacy. You plant that seed. Absolutely. To tell that story. Yeah. So I think that's what I think part of being a man is making the people around you a better person. 100%. You know? So definitely. I'd say for me, what would I say it means to be a man? It means to fail and learn from your mistakes. Mm -hmm. Right? Deep, bro. Mm -hmm. yes, Take bro, risks. Yeah. Loss ain't a loss, it's a lesson. Yeah, yeah. it's a lesson yeah. for me. Like, I feel like that. as a man, you need to. Learn from all of your failures. Fail as much as you can yeah. sometimes, you know? There's nothing wrong with failing. Like, at, at the end of the day, you're learning new things from it. Mm -hmm. Feel me? If you do something a million times, eventually you'll know that, okay, by like by your millionth time, you will know that it's something new that you have to do That's in order thing. for you not to fail That's like you did yesterday or the day before. Right. right? And just like y'all said, like holding yourself accountable and um, just knowing that, listen, man, even if things are not all right today, it can always be a right tomorrow. Like... A lot of times we cry, but we cry behind like closed doors and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we don't like to talk to people. And tell you, people why you like, doing this, man? What's going? On? <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting, getting, I, getting yeah, I'm, I'm getting fake tears right now. But yeah, this is real shit. Like, um, it's gonna be a like for me. Yeah, for sure. For me, I say like, what makes me a man today would be, uh, yeah, my dad did like he did the best he could, but me being a man and what makes me be the man that I am today, I would definitely say is. My brother Maury here Love. that we have here, Love. my cousin BG, and like the guidance of other older older people who was like always there to give me advices or even help. Like sometimes you can be lonely, you don't know how to really nice. communicate with people and stuff like that. Even like D me sometimes, I ain't gonna lie. Even like when they be having a game night, yo, pull up to the crib, man, let's all come chill. Feel me? Meet no meet meet more new people and just grow, you know? Like these are things that always like help you out to become a better man or a better version of yourself sure. than you was the day before. Right sure. now, you want you want to say that? I want to add on to, you know, we all dubious, right? Yeah, like, and we all watch each other grow. And I was just talking to Maury about like where he's, what, how far he's come. Sometimes, as a man, we don't. You in your body every day. You right. don't even know you've excelled. Right. Mm. You know, and other men are not. They're not telling you, yo. Like when I told you the other day at the shop, I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I meant it because I know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like sometimes you're in your body and you're just on go mode. Just keep. And going. you're not yeah. hearing people saying, "Yo, I'm dead ass proud of you, bro." Yeah. Yes. From what our parents came, like our fathers came in as immigrants. They, them dudes didn't know how to read or write. All bro. of those yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be I'm honest. When people be I'm like, take it back on you. People be I'm like, yo, like, um, but your dad didn't even do like Carolina. up to fifth grade. I said the man didn't even do kindergarten, bro. <laughs> You feel me? So 
Um, and my mom was just talking about how my dad would have been so like ex- advanced in life if he had went to school, mm. and how she was teaching him how to read and write. And I was like, damn, it gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look at us now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, again, like man to man, I'm proud of you, man. Like that ass, like you came a long way, and that's love. That's to me, that's beautiful. Cause why? Cause when my son is born. He gonna look at men, and I'm so hyped for him to be around men that mm-hmm. damn they doing that thing. So you saying that, VG, reminds me. I don't know the guy's name. His name is Mr. Williams. I think he he writes a book about mental health, and he says it is hard for another man to accept a compliment. Mm. So this is what a man will do. I'm proud of you. Nah, I ain't doing nothing, bro. Don't even worry uh, about it. Yeah, I do that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, man, I'm proud of you, man. Oh, I'm happy man. for you. Don't deflect. That I'm proud of you right. throwing it back to me. It's like, nah, I don't think I'm doing enough, man. But nah, at the moment, I'm proud of you. Mm. Like, accept that. So us as men, we don't take that. We don't take uh, enough compliments. Mm-hmm. But we like to give out a compliment. So we will walk down the streets and be like, that's a fly fit. Oh, that ain't nothing, man. Right. It's like, nah, bro, you have a fly fit, bro. So how do, you, how do you respond to that? What's your response to somebody says, Thank bro, you. I'm proud of you. Just Thank p- you. Period. Thank you. Thank you. I, I think that... My phone, like, you like, go I think that what y'all saying and what you just said, I think I battle that every day. Damn, I think that <laughs> yeah, I need to learn. <laughs> I need to learn how to be celebrated. That's mm-hmm. it. Yes. I, I don't know how to be celebrated. Yeah, like, you man, know, because we would never celebrate it to us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I think I deal with that constantly. Yeah, I just bro. don't know. I I can't accept it. Like one of his mentors named Naj always telling me, "Your morning, I love the way you dress. I love the way you carry yourself." I'm like, "Nah, bro, this is like nothing. It's regular." <laughs> it's I ain't you the price, me, shirt, bro. There's me, there's, there's me, there's me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. For sure, for sure. I think, I think it's real. I think that we we need to learn how to be, especially as black men, we need to learn. Yo, how to yeah, yo. Accept celebration. I saw, I saw a clip. I think it was Swiss Beats, and I'll repost it like probably later on in the week. Um, he was with Alicia Keys, his wife, and he was like. We gotta learn how to accept our greatness mm. Mm. and stop Fact. downplaying it. Facts. So um, I go to a, I go to a, um, so I'm in a low moment in my life. I think a lot about manhood is, this is beautiful, right? We we acknowledging each other, but manhood is is really about embracing your hardships. Like, mm. yo, yeah. you could curse on this platform. You could do whatever you want. You can fuck you. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just want to make sure be, you get your be, bread, my nigga. For sure, for sure. No, I, you know, I fuck um, the, money up. the thing is, for me is, manhood is manhood is fucked up. Oh, yeah. it's 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 fucking rigorous. It's fucking treacherous. It's it's hard. So but it's we, we 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 make this shit beautiful it's every single day. Mm. I'm married, and I'm here. My wife is pregnant. Of course, as a man, you're thinking future. You're thinking, what can we do to better us? In her mind, she's like, we're good right now. And in my mind, it's, it's never. fuck no. Right. I just want to get birth. We need 10 That's more years. Right, like, right, right. What's going on? So That's how we I go, to my, I go to my cousin. You know, I vent to him. Like, mm-hmm. yo, bro, I really like education. I really like what I do. But I'm really, like, mentally, I'm kind of tired. Um, they lowballing us. And th- shout out to the women in our lives that speak life into us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife said, yo, just be patient. You got this. Be patient. And when we went to Puerto Rico for our baby moon, it was mean, it's really a lot of soul searching for me. How much you love Puerto Rico, though? I, I love it. A fourth time. <laughs> um, but but it, was a, it, was, it, it was a lot of soul searching for me. So I go, I, I go, I do, I bring my laptop, something. Mm-hmm. The spirit says, bring your laptop out there. And 
I, you know, I started applying to different opportunities and like, you know, I was really ready to leave education as a whole and mm-hmm. and and take that piece of black man out of this space, right? Because right. we don't have enough of us in these spaces. For sure, a thousand percent. And because, but you know, sometimes when you got a family to feed, you're really thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do what I do. I apply to whatever I need to apply to. I get an offer. Bro, my eyes just open up like mm. And it just hit me all of a sudden again about all the people that spoke life to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, BG, you got this. BG, you've been doing this. Right. BG, and I had to step Keep back going. and look myself in the mirror mm-hmm. and be like, yo, BG, you got it, bro. Mm. You Better got it. You've been, do- you been doing this, bro. Sure. And just speaking life into me, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and and sometimes you so you normalizing. This is shit I be telling you all the time. You doing <laughs> no, you doing the damn thing. You got the shop, you doing your thing, you know everything about vehicles, tech, and all that. You gotta own that shit, bro. Sure it's right. you, it's yours. Right. You are you are advancing the game. Ten years from now, you look back, bro, it's the marathon. Mm-hmm. Like ain't nobody doing it better than me. Peace, and man. I gotta sit in that. Sit on that. Like sit I'm good. Right. Except your greatness. Like, you gotta live in that. You gotta live honest, in your greatness for sure. Like, you gotta live in your greatness. Right, so for us growing up, like we grew up in the same household. So for us growing up, like we seeked validation a lot from our parents, right? Absolutely. Because everything that we have to do is to make sure they good or like to or to make them proud or happy. Mm-hmm. Right. So my dad, like our dad is, he's a tough, he's a very tough, yeah. tough man. Mine too. Like, dude's Vivian. a very tough man, you feel me? Like, this dude did not go to school. Did not go to school. Dude came to America, like, he came here with nothing to end up owning a building, to also end up owning an auto shop and a restaurant. Like, when you say self-made, that's what he was able to do from nothing. Right. Feel me? So... Sometimes, like, I feel like, even me, I, I get into those moments where I could do something so special and great, right? But it's like, I try so much, and it's cool, but it's like, I don't get the support that I wanted. Right. And sometimes I focus on that more than the people who are actually around mm-hmm. and tell them, like, yo, bro, you did fucking fire. Like, this is good. Can I ask a question? And the problem, I'm, I'm going to answer it real quick. So the problem with that is, like, sometimes we so, like we seek the validation so much from our parents and we never really got it. Mm. So because we never got it now, it's like it sits in with us. So when we get compliments, mm-hmm. it's hard to take in because we're not used to hearing compliments. 100%. You get what I'm saying? When we hear, yo, you did good, yo, you, yo. Like you really got this thing going. We like, okay, yeah, cool, man. It's all right. So let me ask this: Do, Is your mom's validation not as good as your father's? Because this is a oh, question. No. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask, let me, I let me ask the question. Let me ask the question. Because what I ask is the reason I asked that is because I was I played I, I was an athlete. I played basketball, right? And my mom was there. She raised me. That was through everything, right? It was mm-hmm. me and her. I'm a, I'm her only child, but I have mm-hmm. siblings, right? Nonetheless, the reason I asked that is because she always was my number one fan, right? And I always put an effort forward for her. But I always looked at my friends on my teams whose dad was around. Right. And I always longed for that. Like, yo, like, if he was here, I feel like I would approach this way different. Because as a man, right, you always seek validation from your parents, like he said. Mm-hmm. But because you don't get it, because my dad wasn't there at all. So I know as a grown man, I had a mm-hmm. conversation with him. Like, yo, bro, there was time, bro, I played all through high school. You came to one game. So it's like, but that's, like we was talking about pre-pod, that sits with you. You know those those conversations sit with you. So my mom was always there though. So again, do you do you seek that validation more from your father? Because um, we talking about you know. So that validation is light. 
Light. You can see right, it's light. As you can see right here, right. I talk to my mom every day. Every day, for sure. She sent me voice notes and blessings. For sure. Every day. Me too. So she give me like the most validation more than anybody. Right. It'd be I could be at my worst, and I have not talked to my mom for a month probably. Right. Right. She would still be sending me voice notes, giving me more blessings and pouring more into right. me. Right. Right. Um. Exactly what you talked about with the games. Right. I feel like that do kind of affect men a lot of the times. Like me, I play different sports. So um, I play soccer. Um. And then I went to track and field, which track and field was the best where I ever went to. It taught me discipline, right? So I went to multiple games. Like, I said games. I went to multiple track meets, right? Ran. Felt cool. And, like, it just felt like I felt like I was always missing something. Because, mm -hmm. like, every time I look in the crowd, right. I mm. see all my boys. They have their brothers, mm -hmm. their mom. Their dad, their uncles and aunts, and I hear their dad cheering for them. Like, and then, yeah, and then they just winning. Mm. And like for me, I just I used to feel alone because I'm like, damn, bro, like, damn, my daddy ain't never come so, here, man. So you remember but, when we was before the pod stuff when we started talking about the pod, and I told you I yearned for a, for a family yeah. because I feel like my family was kind of missing at one point. So my mom's never showed up to none of my games. My father was never there, previous, so he couldn't show up to my games. Yeah. And it went as far as. If anybody, BJ, you remember, you might remember when I took my graduation pictures, my mom wasn't in my graduation. It was two people there that I still hold dear to this, to this, to this, to my heart. Is Joel English, Kenneth Arnell. Two that I call them my brothers, right? Arnell's my brother. Joel's like my mentor, the big guy. He he's he's the calm to our crew. So I asked my mom one time, and I was like, "Yo, why you never showed up to anything that I did?" I knew my father wasn't going to show up because me and him just didn't have a relationship, but I needed her to at least show up. And her answer was, you have food on the table, you have clothes on your back. Mm. Mm. So you when she said that, yo, this is me at 13 years old, asking my mom, why don't you show up to none of my stuff? And she tells me, you have clothes on your back, you have a roof over your head. I had to understand at 11, 12, 13 years old that my mom needed to go outside and grind before she could spend an hour or two hours in my games, my graduations, my performance, my anything that I had to do, right? Um, and I made it a point, and that I go back to you, Bengali, when you said you're always thinking ahead and you always want more than what you have. I put the pressure as a man to have more than what I have just so I don't miss nothing that my sons are going on. Mm -hmm. So if my sons got a game, I need to make sure that my... I have a, uh, my manager now told me, I need you guys to create your work around your lifestyle. Not your lifestyle, around your work. Mm. To the point that he's like, we need to have a team enough, big enough to be able to, you just got to manage that team and you could spend more time yeah. with your lifestyle with your family, yeah. versus your job. Mm -hmm. And that's why I left the DOE and started working a nonprofit with amazing young people, amazing young black males to work for what? The forgotten middle. I was at forgotten middle and I think we were all forgotten middles. Mm. It's that young kid that's in the back of the class. He may not be the lowest in the grade. He may not be the highest in the grade. He's right in the middle, mm. but he don't talk. That's who I work for. That's who I yearn to work with. So when you say, um, yes, there was something missing. Yes, bro, there was something missing. For sure. Your pops was missing. For sure. Your mom's at all times could have make it to all your games. So yes, right. there was something missing. Right. But you're going to make sure that when you have your kid, you never missing. And I think that's the generation yeah. we got going yeah. up I right now. Like, can, can I add on to this, brother, yeah. real quick? I ain't going to hold you. I think we had this convo a few times. 
the number one book I'm gonna recommend, and I need y'all to make sure y'all get at some point Ways of the Superior Man. Right? Ooh. Ways of the Superior I'm just Man. Just listening to that right on my man. way here. Yes, Ways sir. of the Superior Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's listen a chapter to it in if there. You can't read it. Yeah, listen to it if you yeah, can't read it. I got the audio book. Let it be mm. your Bible every six months. Refresh it. Go back. Mm. Yeah. There's a chapter that says, "Act as if your father was dead." Right. That's mm. it. And um, reality is, is I lived that before I read the book. Yes. And I know that my cousins had to maybe read it more because they had their fathers in the house. Mm-hmm. My parents divorced at a young age, like before mm. I before I walked into high school. So I really. At a young age, I started to understand that the world really defeated my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was depressed. Mm. Maybe even suicidal. Who knows? I don't know. Right. My dad went through some stuff. Everybody say, oh, the grandpa's old, the grandpa's old. But everybody don't know what he's struggling with right. by himself. My dad never remarried after a divorce. Mm. Usually you hear a guy will remarry, start facts, a new family, facts. whatever. My dad never remarried. Mm. And so I started to understand at a young age, I think my dad is depressed. He went through a lot. And I had this anger and resentment towards him. It was to a point where like, I knew where my mom came from, the luxury she came from. I didn't want my mom's validation. Even though my mom is top five, I love her to death. Like She's always showed up. She's always been there. I, I'm not even going front. My mom, all four, five shelters we lived in in our lives, my mm-hmm. mother really pushed us through it, and we got through it. You know what I'm saying? I think I got a lot of my resiliency through my mom. 100%. Mm-hmm. But I didn't seek validation from parents because one, they had to die. And as the oldest son, where I'm from, I'm going to have to bury them. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's like, I realized at a young age, mm, bro. they wouldn't understand where I'm going. They wouldn't understand what I want. Mm-hmm. But what they are going to do is pray for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. What they mm-hmm. are going to do is, is say, Papa, you bless. Oh, oh you're going to go do this. You're going to do that. I, I respect it. Right. I need that. That's the wisdom of my elders. Mm-hmm. If my mom is 55 years old, she got 55 years of wisdom. If my dad is 60-something, he got 60-something years of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Whether they together or not, mm-hmm. I still seek that wisdom, sure. and I still cherish them. You know what I'm saying? So as far as validation, yes. I ain't going to hold you, bro. The old I got, it's like, fuck validation, bro. Mm-hmm. It's me. Because at the end of the day, they're going to need me more than I you need, need them. them. You know sure. what I'm saying? Definitely. The way they getting any younger. The roles, it becomes role reversal. Yeah, the way I, my mom washed me when I was a kid is the way I gotta had to wash her when she get older. They you say know? old people like become babies when they grow old. You know what I mean? Yo, so let me, let me real I, I guess I'm the question asker right now, but, but you was going to say something? Before, yeah, I was going to say something because I was going to finish, right? So like, what I was saying like, for us, like, that's why it's so hard sometimes to take like compliments and shit, right? Like, I remember... Um, I had a track meet. I was running. Um, I don't know if it was either Junior Olympics or if it was um, Club Nationals. Uh, this when I was running track and feel crazy. I invited Maury to come, right? So then Maury comes. It was you. I think it was um, you and April that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I run the race. So this is when I was recovering from a hamstring like injury. So I'm running the race. Get off the blocks. Breathing. <sighs> Run off. I feel my hamstring tweaking. Now everybody just passes me mm. in last place. I'm running. Even the freaking person on the mic is like, oh, like, yo, this dog, it look like Mr. Doombie ain't going to go nowhere. You know, like, he's all the way in the back. And I'm just going. I'm going. And I'm like, fuck. I feel like this injury about to get me again. Mm. So I'm just running. And I reach to, like, the 200. 
Then I just hear this motherfucker here. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. Too. That's my brother. Run, nigga. Run. <laughs> run, run Marty. Finish what you started. Nigga's like, run. I'm like, yo, what, wait, where this nigga at? Two batteries. All of a sudden, I, yo, I see this motherfucker in the stairs like, Black Mamba, let's go. <laughs> Two batteries yo, in your back. Like, yo, we got a picture of this shit when I Hell crossed yeah. the finish line. Like, I just picked up from like 150 meters behind. You remember that shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That adrenaline started kicking. Two yeah, batteries yeah, in your yeah. back. Hit that shit. Yes, sir. So you that, that was one of the best moments of my life. life. When I finished, I'm like, yeah, man. Some people try to shake my. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I did this shit. Can I, hold on, hold on, Mark. To, to piggyback what Mark said, like, for me, I like I only care about like what my close friends say. Right. Like my cousins, my family, but no validation hits like yeah. than your father, especially as a as a man. Yeah, right. You, it's like you yearning for that, for sure. Especially if that's the man you look up to, right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Right. You always want your father validation. I don't care what any man says. Yo, daddy, call me, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for sure. I now it's crazy. Good. I just, I just seen my pops recently because he lives in Atlanta and shit, yeah. right? So we, we chopping it up. And at first, I had kind of like a little tension because resentment. Yeah, a little, not even resentment. It's just me and him don't have the best. Right, but like after we like hung out, had a conversation. I always have this feeling like he's a good guy. He just didn't understand, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And he, and he didn't know he didn't know what he was doing he he was because doing. he didn't have a father. Yeah, that's right? just brand so new to them. This, so I was gonna say like everybody brought up a point. I realized that we're all gonna be way better fathers. Why? Yeah. Because of what we saw or what we didn't yeah. see, right? Mm -hmm. So we're also in a space where it's also okay for us to be vulnerable as men too. So that's very helpful because we're going to teach yeah. our kids to be a little, I wouldn't say softer, but a little bit more respectful to life, right? Exactly. Like not not as like, as we was, like you said, like we were really, yeah. had to be aggressive just cause like, bro, I, I can remember times I had to just like off the bus, just, I went to private school, but as soon as I got to the Bronx, switch. Switch. <laughs> when I say, when I say bro, when it's I say switch, zone. I still have that switch in me. You know the vibes. Because yeah. I know the vibes. To, to where now it benefits me because I could talk in a, you know, I could be around certain people and then I could that. be around, I could go to the, and people see that shit in me like, I'm like, how the fuck you see that? But nonetheless, I say that to say, you feel me? There's no validation like that, but we're going to be great fathers. And I can hear, you know, just just because we just kind of saw shit and was like, we're going to do it different. Amazing. I mean, like we're blessed. We're blessed. We're bro. And blessed. As you get older, you realize, you know what? I got to look at me first. For sure. Before I even seek validation from my father. For sure. For sure. Yeah. You got to make yourself happy. Like for me, like me and my dad relationship, it didn't really took, take off until like we had this bridge in the gap, but it didn't really take off until I started understanding him and he started understanding me. How old were you? I want to say about like 25, 26. You know why? Because you was a man. Exactly. Yeah. And so all the shit make, that he this. did, that you was like, uh, you started doing that shit. And I, I'm like, oh, I get you why started he saying did that. Like, oh, and like, damn, like. I remember I had this conversation <laughs> with him. Like, remember I told y'all, like my brother, he raised me. I mean, right. my dad, he raised me. My 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 brother that was that wasn't his. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking to him. I'm like, yo, bro. I remember we so close now. Right, I call right, him, bro. Right. I'm like, you know, when you're looking at your father, you don't look at, you just look at him like, this is my father. Right. But not realizing when I'm five, mm -hmm. you only 25. Living your whole life. What you expect out of this 25-year-old, <laughs> yeah? I'm you only 25. I'm 30 and I don't have no kids yet. That's a blessing because you're going to be. You, 20, you 23 with three kids. Yeah, Shh. tough. That boy so, was working. He was working. Right, so I'm now, OTV, so real. Yo, now, I'm in, I'm in, I'm me now, and I understand your perspective kids. now. And he like, yeah, he's like, yeah, bro. Like I had to. Can, can I be honest bro. with you? Um, I'm so my my wife this 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 month in a few 
in a few weeks. She's about to give birth, right? And we, when we give birth, baby. I don't know, yeah, I don't know. All right, right. Whenever that, whenever he chooses to come right, out, right, he's gonna right, come right. out. Whoever got, got birth in the family. Come on, now. I kept on saying, I kept on saying to her at some point, like, I was like, yo, I would love to have a girl first. That was me. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, I had my little brother. Mm -hmm. My little brother. You know, when your dad isn't in your life, you tend to raise your little brother. Fact. For sure. You know, sure. <laughs> it just comes with For the sure. territory. Shout out to and uh, having a son would be facing myself. Mm. Mm. Nope. You like, don't want, you don't for, want to see for, second you? For me, no, this is my perspective. Okay. This is, I'm going to tell this, you. No, no, no. And I want you, to, I yeah, want yeah. you to interject at some point, right? So I was like, yo, I want a girl because a girl is like unconditional love. She's mm. going to love her daddy. That's me, right? That's yeah, what, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was what that was my way of thinking. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. this is gonna be unconditional love, and I was like afraid to have a son because I felt like my little brother. I didn't really get to have little brother, big brother with him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom always called me if something's wrong or something's right, whatever. You know, so sometimes it could be a lot overbearing. And with a son, it's like, damn, I'm, I know what you're about to be doing out here in this world. You feel me? <laughs> but uh, her six like month. My mom, my mom started to switch. Yeah, bro. Like I, I started to look within. Got embrace. I started to look within yeah, and be like, bro. "Yo, God, you a good dude, bro. Yeah, you phenomenal. No, no, I, actually, you phenomenal, brother. Bro. You do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you just did what you had to yeah, do. You bro. stayed within your square. You lived your life and you grew right. And then boom, now I'm. In, I can't wait for this young man to come. Mm. I can't wait to be by his side for the next year. Like. Eternity. For, for eternity, eternity. So you, I just can't wait to experience him and his greatness and just being soft for him. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? My wife told me before we had a son, before we had our kid, and I told Demon, I told the guys this, and I was like, there is no love that will ever match the love of your son. Mm. Ever. Your girls, your mother, your daughter, because the love of a son. You just said it. You he's gonna be the reflection of you. For sure. So he has to love everything about you to be able to copy everything about you. Mm. So my son allowed me to cry. I step on a D. I, I be I drive, I drive upstate now, and I stepped on a rabbit and I killed the rabbit. I had to go Allegedly. On the road, off the road. Bengali, you know me Allegedly. high school. I got off the road <laughs> to cry. Don't sue my boy. I love it. <laughs> you got off the road to Wait, cry. You got off the road to cry. But a simple fact that I was like, yo, what if that was my son? Yo, Ooh. it's real mm -hmm. out here, man. What if For my sure. son brought me to be more vulnerable? My son brought me to therapy. My son brought me to be soft. My son brought me to not want problems. My son brought me to want to come home. Mm. I don't go to, if I go to a club and you step on me, I'm telling you I'm sorry. Take care I'm of your kids. Up, my bad, bro. You stepped on me. My foot should have never been there. My foot should have been Shit back there. crazy now. If you <laughs> knock my cup up, this dumbass cup got there. Yo, my yo. bad. My fault, brother. You, you, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, brother. My son isn't born yet, but you know what my son taught me? My son taught me that I'm already building a village for yes. him. Mm. That when I'm gone, if Abulai sees my son, in the street, he gonna be like, "Come over here." I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I got caught up. But he got, he got excited. If Maury sees my son, right, coffee, the coffee Boom, is right coffee. there, right, <laughs> doing something, he gonna take him. Oh, he yeah. gonna be like, "I know your pops, bro." Mm -hmm. 
and and I'm indebted to your pops. You're bugging. You're you not about to be. Here. You're not. You're not about to be doing this. Mm. And this is the energy I give to people. Facts. Don't like anything that's around me. Anything that's within my square, bro. It has to be correct. It has to be right. Yeah. And if my little brother's around you, even when my little brother's around you, and he saluted you with his left hand. And I look at him crazy, he know he got to give you his right hand because that's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how he has to be. This To be a man is to be militant at some point. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You got to teach him sure. these codes when they're getting older. Sure. So sure. that's the type of energy I want when my... When my Yo, how you, how you bad when you was a kid? I wasn't even bad. Were you, were you like active? He was that's a nice right one. There. You was active? I was upstairs while they were downstairs. Yeah. He was he a nice one. I, I was upstairs. I, I, I'm going to tell you. I observed the hood. Gonna, I wasn't in the hood. You're going to love him. But just <laughs> he was a watcher. My kid bad as shit. No, I, see, I see him on the no, be. I ain't going to lie, man. Our age, we were very like like... Advanced, yeah, bro. Mm. Yo, we knew you had how to, to be. Had Why to are you knocking like, out a dude for no, staring like, at you, bro? bro. It's we crazy, but it's just out. that's that's where we from. You bro. had to that's be where though. We from, bro. It's crazy, no, yeah. but the you know, as, as I watch my cousin, right, right. bro, you had right, to be, bro. and you know, he we one year apart, mm -hmm. right? So that's validation from your peers, though. No, like that we, shit right there is no, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yo, we was just downstairs and I looked at his style. I said the evolution of Maury. You went from sagging, like you went from sagging your pants to your pants being on your waist. This shit is beautiful. I remember the ankles. I remember the ass. This guy yeah, had yeah, a, the ladies you, appreciate you, you guys remember when we had the, You remember when we had the baggy sneakers and we like tied within our laces and stuff? This man had a little fro, his baggy sneakers. He just oh, yeah, the running fro. these streets. Right. Oh, and then man, one day fro. my mom yeah. sat him down. This is why I say my mom said to this dude, she said, Look, she says, either college or jail. What do you want? Like she said, it's either you live or you die. What do you want? This man went to college. And ever since then, he ain't looked back again. No. And, and that's Love why I say the evolution of Maury. That's why every time you see me with this guy, I, I, I salute you. I'm proud of you. Love. That's my best man. That's the Love. godfather to my kid. Love. So like, bro, I say this because the evolution is strong. It's yeah. powerful. And it's like, sometimes you may not see it in yourself, so you got to let other people tell mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Like me and him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine your kid starting up with, with your maturity. Like, we started immature. Your kid is going to start from being mature. Sure. So imagine how much your son could do with what you already have accomplished. Right. right you not started, we didn't, what we started off, we started off with Gun Hill Projects, we started with a Vanderchild campus, and we started with nonsense in the streets. Our kid is starting from, you went to college, you graduated, you are deemed to a the school. The bar is set. You know what I'm saying? The so they start there. Now. So it's now imagine how much they could now. do for the next generation that comes after them. Right. But let me chime in really quick, right? Mm -hmm. But you got you got a you got a son, right? I got three, brother. Three. He uh, got he three, early. brother. You got three. <laughs> he, got, he a militant man. Bro. He about to have a son. <laughs> yes, sir. So we know he was raised with a present father to some degree. Like he was there, but he, he was there. Yeah, he, he did what he could. He he did what he could. Yeah, he did what he could. I would say the one of the best thing my dad ever taught me was his craft. Mm. Mm. So like I tell y'all, I tell mm. y'all right now, if y'all have sons, That's teach him something. That's he it. taught me his craft. A like, trade. A trade, trade for sure. College was a choice, bro. Yeah. Like I went to college, I got my engineering degree, did this software engineering. I still went back to the crap he taught me. At Columbia mm -hmm. University, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Say that again? At Columbia University. So it's like so, so talk about this it. shit. That's my um, brother. Talk about love. It. Appreciate the love. So I'm just telling you right now, like, you about to have a son, you got a son. Anybody in here watching this right now, if you got a craft, please oh. teach him. Mm -hmm. Why I say this? Cause I used to be an engineer and I, I resigned after COVID and I didn't even, I didn't even panic. 
People are like, Moy, what you going to do? I said, bro, I'm going to go back to fixing cars. Mm. It was so simple. I didn't even. A seat. I'm telling, like, I got a, I got my coding degree and all I, that. I need my car fixed. I just, you know, uh, I bring it to the shop. Yo, seriously, I Shameless plug. I'm gonna use one it. Day. I didn't even panic. Oh, plug. where am I getting my income from? I, I literally, I was talking to my roommate Muhammad. I said, which is my brother. I said, bro, I'm going back to fixing cars again. Like for what? I said, I just want to. That's got a backup. Got to. And then you got a backup because That's my it. dad was old. I, I inherited our family business, the shop. And I literally just took over, did my own thing. But I one day I was sitting down. I was like, yo, like, I did all of this. It's to, just to come back to my origin. And ain't nothing mm. wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Lesson. But you know, Dude, sometimes God sends you on that trip, though. You know the crazy part? Sometimes, sometimes God sends you on that trip, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to go bro. see other shit. Like, I'm in a place where I'm like, I'm on that, still on that. Like, right? But life kind of bought me full circle. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of shit that was just brought to me. Like, it was just like, you kind of like stumble upon stuff based off, like you said, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but like you kind of just walk into it. Real. Because shit is written on your heart, bro. Right. Like, I feel like who you're supposed to be is written on your heart, right? Like, I always say this to people because, like, Beyonce, yeah, she was kind of Beyonce, but everybody's not gifted that. Nope. Like, nor gritty. Enough to even be disciplined to do that. Because the discipline is just as, as good it's, as the God yes. gift because you don't get the gift. If you don't put the discipline, you I know, know me? my gift so, was basketball. You know, until I saw a nigga in you know, fucking LaGuardia six six, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't for me, dog." Sure, and that's okay because I feel like also you know I mean? we. I had this conversation with a lot of people, especially my peers who are athletes. Like early on, black men, like I'm, so I'm a sports agent, so I see a lot of players who be like, "Yo, put me on, put me on." Like, bro, you're six feet. What am I doing for you? Nothing. Like, if you're not better than me, what am I doing? For? But that's a bad dream because, like, my brother's here. There's so many other outlets in this right. world. Mm -hmm. So I really feel like when right. I become a father, I want I want to see like where my kid is. Right up until a certain point, eighth grade. If you just not, if the sports just ain't clicking mm -hmm. and you ain't about to be six five, we about to find up. something else, buddy. Because yeah, right. we're gonna do it or through high school. Them, but or that's expose it. them. That's the point I'm making. From, young, from, from early, from yeah, they got kids. Got to have more than one thing. Exactly. Because as, a, as an athlete, and, I was uh, trying to find out. The thing is with Day, right, bro? This man and you too, like all the, both of y'all. I just see that you've been you've been messing with the cameras from young. Like, mm. yo, I swear to God, when there. people was getting light, he was getting light. But the thing was, is he used to edit his own videos. Mm, he used right. to edit his own video. Yo, bro, you've been doing this for a well, minute. Yeah. He used to edit his own videos. I have stole mom dude's camera. I mean, yo, he used to edit everything. And I'm like, I'm looking at this kid. Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, this is, when, as you grow older, I'm 29, about to go th to, into 30. You grow older and you're like, you've been doing this, you know. I'm 29, but I've only been on Earth for 29 seconds. Mm -hmm. And I as a guy, when you think about it. It's not that long. Exactly. Right? And I'm looking at it like, yo, bro, you've been mastering your craft for a minute. Yes, sir. You know, even you, when I when I reposted that video of you doing that car, bro, the reason why I say I'm fucking proud of you is because you are mastering your craft. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it is fine. It is okay. Like, bro, you are doing the damn thing. Sometimes you may not see a dime to your craft 100%. in the moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. You think a millionaire that you see just became a millionaire overnight? You're Big bugging, time. bro. That's what JC said it best. He said, yo, I, I, sold, I made my first album when I was 28 years old. 29 years old. I ain't get a dime until I was like 31. Yeah. So I didn't realize my craft was mentoring young youth. And that's my craft. I thought I was supposed to be, I went to LaGuardia Community College for physical therapy until I saw how much science that shit had. And I said, nope, I'm out. And <laughs> then like became a para. After a para, became a mentor. And I know that my craft is to mentor mm -hmm. young men of color. Mm -hmm. And oh. that's how I'm going to mold it. If I have to open up a school one day, if I have to, but that's my craft and that's how I'm going to mold. 
And perfect example is that. You just, it may take time, dog. It may not be, you may not know right now. You may be doing this. This may not be it for you, but you're going to find it. When you find it, you just got to abuse it. it's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah. Facts. You got to like, just not be afraid of like, take a leap of faith. Like mm. we, like we were blessed enough to be raised in a household where we seen our dad grind and hustle. Like facts. We seen or your mom's like facts, big facts. Yeah, like, that's a fact. Big facts. Like we seen our dad come home and only sleep for an hour and get the fuck out the house. Facts. Like that's a fact. We seen our dad manage three businesses at the same time while everybody abandoned this man, yo. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. bad, bro. Like we seen the good, the ugly, the sad, the happy. And they didn't let us like, feel everything, none of that. bro. Like and they never let it affect us. They never let like, us they feel. They always none of that. brushed it off. Like honestly, um, even for me, like I feel like I really just for the first time got my dad's respect mm. last year. Talk about it. That's yeah. a fact. You feel that me? validation. Yeah, like that validation that I've been always seeking. Mm -hmm. And when I got it, I was like, bro, it, it was there already. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck was I mad? Like, but men are nonverbal. Yeah, though. like it was there already because yeah, like, be like I remember sometimes like, like, all right, so I would tell my dad an idea, something I want to do, right? Mm -hmm. But I wasn't doing it. So when I'm talking to him, he's like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. I already did this when I was young yeah. in this age. You know what I'm saying? And then- when I started like really doing the the shit I told him I was gonna do now, he's like, "Oh shit!" You gotta think it. about it like this. Our parents, our parents, our parents look at us like, if I had all the yeah, shit that yeah, you yeah, have yeah, now, yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be the Elon Musk my, my of this generation. All the time, he'd be like, "Yo, if I have if I have three kids, I would have I would have been a millionaire." Yo, three kids. That's, That's everybody, nothing, everybody trying to see in hindsight, though. <laughs> what about what, 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 right now? I think 14? right here. Right now, we, nah, we 15 strong. We were 17. Strong. We 15, 15 siblings? 15. 15. My, my, my father and my, my mother. Because he has three wives. He was working. That's what happened with my, my grandmother's you know? father had... 35 kids oh. from different... But that's nothing. Our uncle had like 35. Yeah, yeah. 35 kids. 35 Absolutely kids. He lived not. in a village. Absolutely He was pregnant. Not. He impregnated the whole village. That sound like... Well, tech, I mean, he's the only Utah one with sugarcane factory. So oh, so he big dog. <laughs> he the big dog. All right, so everybody gonna throw that. that. Hey, he could afford, he he could never, afford and, to have 35 kids. And, 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 but that, that goes into the conversation of when... As, as the men that we are becoming today, we are men now that we, I'm not okay with 35, 14 kids. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Bro, what? Yeah. I could, because you know why? As a man, it's okay to be selfish with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, I'm going to take care of myself. I had to I'm learn gonna, that. I'm going to groom myself. No. And, 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 and also to know your worth. Because we live in a society today where a lot of people want to tell you what your worth is or you're not worthy or whatever. Know your worth. Because any brother that come near me, I'm going to speak life into you. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, bro. You telling me you have a hard time in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Either we patching it up to work it out. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's not seeing you, your worth and stuff like that, let's move on and let's, let's, let's right. move forward. Right. All right, cool. We in God's body. So with that being said, I need to be present. I need to be selfish enough also to be present with just my kids that I have. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, a lot I of times we, I love my uncles for having, you know, all the cousins we have. But it's a lot of times those cousins have traumas. For sure. Just right. because of an absent father. For sure. And a lot of times we believe that it's because we put food on the table. Nah. Yep. I, I say this oh, all the time. Kids need time. Yo, all my life, say, you know what I yearned for my dad, bro? I just wanted to talk to him. That's it. I didn't need my dad to give me money. I just right, wanted to hear I love you. Right. The best moment in my life growing up was when my dad took me to Times Square. 
He bought me Allen Iverson Reebok sneakers, and I got to hang out with my dad. That's it. That's the best feeling. Bro, like, that is I, crazy. When I tell y'all, like, that's all I wanted. It's the, the small thing. thing. I didn't have to get me the sneak. I just wanted to hold your hand, bro. Right, right, right. right. And even till today, when my dad calls me, there's something inside of me that, like, cries a little. Like, mm. man, I love you, bro. Yeah. I love you, bro. A lot of men don't <laughs> you my bro. Right, like, right, my right, dad right. is that's my, my bro. Like, right. that ass, me and my dad now on the phone, I'm like, yo, look at this politics, man. And, and you see this? And then you see this. I'll be on the phone with him for an hour. And then my dad, my I'm parents. I'm going to manifest that. I'm going to have that I'm with I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to have that with Jay. Yeah, come on, 100%. bro. My dad literally, ever since my parents were divorced, my dad never said nothing bad about my mother. Anytime I had an altercation with my mom and I called my dad, he said, hey, your blessings are under your mother's feet. Mm. Your blessings are under your mother's feet. Even when my mom is talking smack about him, your, your blessings, blessings are under, under your mother's feet. My dad and I'm like, yo, like, you're not, you not tight. You're not mad you know? with me, dog. And and honestly, sometimes, I recently I told my mom, you got to understand, my love for you has grown so much. It's also because of my father. Because mm -hmm. he spoke life from into me for you. For you, right. You know, And she growing old and she realizing how much he was worth. Mm. Even after years of divorce, like, damn, if I knew what I knew... I still be with your pops. That's deep shit. Yo. If I knew what I knew, I still be with your well, father. I said it the other way around really slim. I, I said that I would never want my mom to be with my dad based on the person my dad is. Mm -hmm. I just I'd like the dynamic didn't work, right? So I, this is a contrary to that, right? Because that's that's amazing. But my mom had to step up in a role, and I felt like the person my dad has developed to be. She wouldn't have appreciated that. She might have pushed him, but would he have been receptive, right? right. Again, men being receptive to mm -hmm. what you said earlier about uh, the people who breathe life into you, mm -hmm. right? Because like sometimes I feel like my dad is like just a stubborn person, and that's okay. Like men are men, but I feel I was like as a grown up, I'm like, damn, I'm great because she's happy. That's it. Like she accomplished a lot of shit way before he did. That's facts. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, that would have he would have fucked that all up. Mm -hmm. And and she would have been resentful. My life might have not have been as smooth because like I started, I had a good life even if my dad wasn't mm -hmm. there. So I think you know sometimes you got to look at it from different perspective. Just just for perspective, you, I think you I like said that something though. right there where like um, she could she could have pushed him right. But would he if he would have moved, right? If he would have been receptive. The, the, the horse to the water but, but there's some drink. there's can't some qualities about your pops that you may have. I do. That you exuberate, but in a positive way. A, a thousand even, even for you to say you're a sports agent, there, mm -hmm. there comes a certain level of discipline. For sure. This is not you clocking in. This is you keeping other you people accountable. Is this is yeah. you know, you got that resiliency from mom Duke. You sure. feel me from what for you sure. what you saw and stuff, but there's certain silent qualities. No, it's not silent, you, it's loud. No, no silent quality from you hear it? Like no, I'm just saying from like from people see me like you sound like your pops, like, from my like dad. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like for me, for example, I, I used to realize. Oh, shit, me too. I used to. I always go to the shop and I'm quiet and I'm I, I'm very observant about everybody in the room. Right. That comes from my dad. If everyone, if anyone knows my dad in the community, he's a gentle giant. Right, right. But he could break down everybody psychologically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And my mom is who? She's the life of the party. She's right, right, right. She's here. Right. Everybody love her. The energy is there. But it's we have these qualities from our parents as men. Yeah. Even when they're not there for, for us. A thousand percent. You just got to embrace that. Damn, they... Like, look at LeBron, bro. Yeah. You don't... I want to know what LeBron's This man bash his pops ever. Ever. Never, ever. 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 But, but what he did was become a great father. Oh, my God. Amazing father. The world. I'm father. sorry, the bro. LeBron could do no wrong to no, me. No, no, no. I want to ask a question, year. though, right? <laughs> like, Daddy of the year. What, like... What do y'all feel is, like, the factors that hinders you from your growth? As a man, for me personally, yeah. marijuana. <laughs> nah, I don't smoke though. But I hear you. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about me. I'm sorry. No, 
<laughs> Yo, for me, and I'm speaking for me, my pride or ego. Ooh, mm. Ego. For me, That's personally, it. for me, it's my pride. Mm -hmm. My pride be on a thousand, bro. That's it. I cannot back down, bro. Mm. Now, like, especially I work, because right now, like I said, I ain't here our family business. So I work every day with my dad, six days a week. Right. His pride is on 2,000. My pride is right there. Because I'm his reflection. So he looks at me, he sees right. a mirror, right? Right. I just can't back down. And then the hardest thing for him is like, yo, dad, I got this, bro. Right. Something he the trust. Older. You got to trust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like my dad, no he left the business for a year. He went to Africa for a year. And living his best life. Living his best life is otherwise. It's what it is. What a couple it is, more babies right? out there. I look at the analytics of the business. <laughs> coming back from where I coming back from my background, he he put all he's invested, he invested all this money into me. Go here, go here, travel here, here, here. Know all these stuff. But he don't want me to use it, right? Mm. He comes back, the money I made, he couldn't even believe. Mm. Wow. I had no oil in my hands, bro. Mm. The money I made, he could not believe. And that's the pride, because pride is a good thing too, because I feel like men without pride do shady shit. For sure. Mm -hmm. So I feel you gotta have some pride. Some it's different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, I tell people all the time, ways. when a man got no pride, no ego, be careful, it's man. He's selling yeah. soul, bro. So, yeah, that's so, the so, issue. So, <laughs> that's a bro. I feel like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, like, even if you have pride too, you need to you 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 need to have people around you who can humble you. Facts, you facts. control like, it to facts. make sure like you. Or life will humble you before. Yeah, you feel you me? Like you always gotta have people there to humble you. I'm gonna like, tell you who humbles my ego. Times this nigga humbles the shit out of my ego. Though. I'm gonna tell go you lie. who humbles my ego. Feel me? It's a it's a five two Puerto Rican chick, my wife. <laughs> or every time. <laughs> But you yeah. know, you Every know, time. you know this. this <laughs> I was, balance, this, bro. Like, I, I was balance. listening to Bishop T D Jakes, and I will never forget. Like three years ago, he said, especially for men. This is a sermon for men. He said, um, men need to have there's three C's: a confidant, a constituent, and a comrade. Mm -hmm. in, in your life, in your life, um, a confidant, a constituent, a comrade. In your lifetime, as men, as mm -hmm. men specifically, if you have three confidants, you did it. That means these these group of people that you're you're confiding into, they don't care about your status. Mm -hmm. They don't care about the money you bring in. They just care about you. Like I care about you, your well-being. Whatever you walk into, I will support it. Whatever you fight, I will fight it. If I need to tell you you fucked up, you fucked up. That's your mm -hmm. that's your that's your that's your confidant. Your constituent are people that will work for you. They're not your confidants. Just because you hire them, just because y'all yeah, work besties, business. it's business. Right. Mm -hmm. Your constituent will leave you for the next opportunity. Right. And that's okay. You got to be fine, you gotta, right. you gotta be fine with that. But your confidant is still there. Yeah, your comrade. Out. Your comrade is willing to collab with you to take down a common enemy. But well, after that, that they destroy that oh, enemy, they they're, back, they're back they're to being back. your enemy. Mm -hmm. So understand... I can do business with you to take day out. But after that, not not not, not literally. After that, it's, once day is out, you're my competition. You, so as men, if you get at least three confidants, like I always tell more, you're one of my confidants. That means we don't gotta talk every day. But, but I know I, you there. I know your well being. Yo, bro, you need a smoothie. Yo, bro, you good? You valid? You all right? You chilling? How's your mental? I know that sometimes when he needs to talk, he come to my crib, he just talks. Because mm. I know he don't talk. Mm -hmm. So he just needs somebody to just listen, run listen, every listen. idea on and then be like, okay. I, he resolves his own situations because he's talking it out loud. And now his so battery back now full. He, good. And it's like, now we good. So you're confident. And as a man, I've learned that because most men, like the Mr. Lewis Farrakhan said, when you see men fall, 
Watch. Don't, don't laugh. Don't, don't laugh. laugh. Facts. Learn. Sure. Mm. Like, watch. Because w- on your way to the top, you're what got them fall. tempted, whatever, you're, you're still see. human. You're be right there. You feel right. me? So re- make sure, like, especially as men, at, but if we leave this place today, just like, you know, go back to your confidence. See, mm. like, hold up. Let me... Check in when with when the last time I tested you, nigga? Right. That's it. <laughs> like, are you but, really you know, about it? <laughs> but the thing is, too, like he said, what hinder us as men? And I feel like, for me, again, I just think that, you know, like I, I had one of his students. Like, he, like he, BG got me to mentor one of his students named James Wendell, great kid. And he was in the shop for a while. And then, like, and I, I watched this kid. The kid was me, though. Like, you know, like some of the flaws I had, he had. And some of the, the, the uh, you know, pros I had, he had. And I remember, like, pride and ego, bro. That's why I don't even ever read a book about the art of the world by Sun Tzu. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, yo, to know who you are yes, and what you are and how you are is our deep, most powerful answers to any man to know. Mm. A lot of us don't know what we are. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't know who we are. Mm. And a lot of us don't know how we are. How are you around your friends, how are you around a lady? Until, until you know yourself, you can't make somebody else happy. You know what I'm saying? So how do you, you grow it's impossible. without answering those questions? Yeah. So I feel like a lot for men to, to 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 grow, you have to you have to do a lot of soul searching, right? Oh, absolutely. You have to that's why like, you know, it's like like especially with the ladies now, right? This is this movie where girls are getting this shit together. Like I went to his uh, I went to my, his little brother, my little cousin's graduation. These girls are not playing eight. They hitting it with they hitting with, with vengeance. Degreed up. Degreed I realized up. that shit three years ago when right. you drive down the streets and all you see is females driving. Right. Sure. So a lot of these ladies right. are not playing. Right. I have a lot of lady Shout customers who, who, who they about they they're not even joking with nobody. Nope. They ain't waste no time. Now, again, ego and pride. Now you meet a woman like that, you don't got your shit together. You gotta step up. Yeah, not even step up. A lot of dudes will feel what demasculated. Yeah, yeah. demasculated. Right. Motivated, yes, sir. You can't. I feel not even like that. Shit right. But that's because you got your shit right. You got though. Yeah. But, but, but she's she's entitled to that. That's her right as a human yeah. being. Mm-hmm. So now, as a man, now again, ego and pride. And you can't feel bad either. A lot, but that's the thing. You gotta check that. Mm-hmm. Instead of asking yourself, okay, what did she do to get there? Mm-hmm. How can you teach me? For sure. Oh, I ain't asking no girl that. 100%. That was a battle. That was a battle me and my wife had when we got married. My wife made more than me. Mm. And the battle that's in the household not, will always be. It, that the battle will always be because she will tell me, yo, you gotta pick that up. And and my, in the back of my mind would be like, Is it you because... telling me because you make more than me. <laughs> <laughs> you feel Real me? And, and it will, but not realizing that. Yeah. She don't make more than me. Our incomes are combined when we enter a household. Mm. We got a house together. We got a car together. But you know what made me realize that? When I had my son together. Mm. She couldn't have my son without me. I couldn't have it without her. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So when I realized that, yo, this is for us together, and I got another job, I realized I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> nigga, but, you ain't going to be walking around here talking about shit about the film. But the, the pride of us as men is like, you make more than me. So I have to the feel like every time you get me a directive, whether it's for my good or for my bad, or whether it's you trying to shit on me or not, is that because you make more than me, you telling me to do this. And I had to check that. because, And to answer your question, it's the baggage we carry. Yeah, I agree. The amount of baggage we carry throughout childhood, what is the first thing they tell you when you hit 18? You got to get a job right. and you got to move out. Right. When my son hits 18, I need my son to have a bank account 
a credit said, and you can stay in my house as long as you want to, as long as you are doing what you're supposed to you be do doing. Something. And even if you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing, we're going to get you right to do whatever the heck it is that you're right. going to be doing that's right. correct. Right. So my mother told me as soon as I had 18, you got to get a job or you got to go to school. I was like, why do I have an option? Why can't I go do music? Right. Why can't I go do fashion? That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. But my mother couldn't afford mm-hmm. for me to just go to do fashion or me just afford me to go to music. So my, I have to make sure that when my son hits 18, you have enough to go and be like, yo, daddy, I want to just go and fuck with cars. Mm-hmm. And I have to make sure I fund you for as long as you need to go and do cars if that's a trade that you want. Now, if I feel like you're wasting my money, you're wasting time, that's a now it's a different yeah, story. Yeah, that's why I appreciate this man so much because him giving Jalen check me because... The boy looked at me so much, like, yo, Maury, I like the way you got the thing. I like the way you lost God style. Now you, now you, he wanted to get my stylist and all that. And one day, and this was like the most, this was the craziest reality check for me. Had like a, I had like a disrespectful customer coming from where I come from. Man, it's game time, man. I ain't about to play with this dude. You know how I Mm. get, right? But then I got this little boy watching me. We gotta set an example. My pride and ego, I gotta like, oh, ain't like, I said, I said, bro, see, when you get customs like that, you just play cool. If he wasn't there, but he better been game turned But up. you go into the office and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. motherfucker, yo, <laughs> yo, I'll close them gates. You feel All me? All my employees in there, they already know what's up. They close right. them uh, but you know, um, it'd be uh, like that, man. Sometimes. When you when you speak about your wife making more than you, I've been in that situation before where my wife is is older than me. You know what I'm saying? They and, know more um, than us. That's tough. Uh no, nah, it's it, it, it also shows it also shows where I was at personally in life, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women struggle with finding a man. That's real. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Like that's it's, a fact. It's more um, than us. Uh, real yeah, like don't let don't let social media gas you up. A lot of women, <laughs> a lot of women actually have a hard time finding a man, which is not their fault. It's also too like. The men we don't. There's not enough mentorship. There's not, no, not a good, it's not, it's enough not, good option. There's not enough mentorship of men. So like, it's it, it just it's really hard. And since this is, this is not a generation of today. So people need to stop this. Oh, the generation of now. This has been a forever thing. There are more women than men on earth. It's just this is how this world. Three to one. Now we just got cameras and social media and technology to show. I don't want to. Right. So um. That's the ratio. So as you as I grew older and I, I started to understand, defense, so now it's the ratio goes up. Once you start to understand finances and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you understand like actually that's not one of the most important things. It's not. Mm. So uh, as a man, right, it's important that you know how to make money. Mm-hmm. It's important that you know how to provide. And yeah. safe. Because let's say your wife does get pregnant, what happens? Mm-hmm. What if she has a sensitive pregnancy she where did. she can't work? Where she mm-hmm. In those within those nine months, it's your duty to That's provide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Postpartum is a real last thing. Mm-hmm. Postpartum yes. don't really hit till after six months. I don't even have my kid here, but I know these things. It don't really hit till after six it months. Could before, but, it could hit when you're pregnant. But, 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 let, but let's just say she doesn't even want kids, or you she can't have kids because fertility journey is a different conversation, right? Or y'all just having a complicated time. Mm-hmm. What if she gets sick? Mm-hmm. Mm. As a man, it is your duty to provide. Like, like I'm, I'm going to get a little spiritual on this one. When it. God created man, if you go to the gym with a woman, your back is going to always be bigger than hers. Physically. Physically. No matter how big her back, she wants her back to be, it cannot be big like yours. Science. Genetically. Science. It can't. Right. But what the, the power of the woman is this. If a man carries everything, she's on the back and says, baby, we don't need this right now. Let's put this to the side. Mm. Maybe not. Balance this is everything this is excess baggage. I don't know. We don't. Yeah, you don't listen. She sees balance, things, right? Yo, my, especially your wife, right? 
or your mother. They see things you don't see. We can't see. Your you know what I'm saying? Right. So as a man, it is imperative. All this battle I see on social media about like men being talking about like, oh, what did she be? Shut up. Because I didn't understand it. Get that shit the I didn't understand it because if my wife got sick, right, bro, like. I gotta be able to take care of her. Oh, and it's sure. my duty. Team, it's my job. Team, right. Cause it's it, it goes the other way too. I've watched it, it, my wife real talk go through seizures through this pregnancy, bro. Mm. I've been at the hospital. I texted him, like, yo, bro, I'm at the hospital. This is what happened. Boom, boom. I'm just letting you know so you know where I'm at. If anything happens, if you try to get across me, there's no connection at the hospital. Boom. But this is me being a man now. Like now I'm like, yo, she works. But I'm like, nah, you're not going to work right now. Yes, Chill. Sir. Chill. Bro. Can't afford that. Chill. She wake up one morning and she she a little tired. No, you're not going to work. Today. You. Chill. You good. And it pushed me, right, as a man, have the various hustles, mm -hmm. have my main job. It's okay. You Back know what I'm saying? Shit. Keep building. And it pushed me to excel. And I ain't going to lie, when a man has responsibility, that's why as young people, even with young men, you got to give them responsibilities at a young age. Mm -hmm. So they're not scared of those responsibilities. Yeah. Teach them how they to survive. Grow. They don't run. Teach that's why when a woman bro. comes and she's sure of herself, some men, some young men run because mm -hmm. they're like, damn, I'm not too used to this. I'm not too right. used mm -hmm. to a woman being too the sure. Pressure, right. And then with my wife, she's sure of herself. And then she meets me. And I'm sure too. Right. What's up? <laughs> my dad, right. my daddy been gone. Those arguments. So I, had crazy. A, I had to be a man at a young yeah, age. Right. So yeah. I know me now. Yeah. But now it's I need to know the healing version yep. of me, mm -hmm. which you're going to you Help you've me. exposed me to. Real you know what I'm saying? Enhanced. I knew that I needed to be healed, but you've exposed me yep. even more mm -hmm. to this. And now I'm becoming even more of a man. Right now, bro, can nothing stop me. I promise you. Mm -hmm. I promise you. I promise okay. you. I'm like, yo, bro, where I'm at, I told him, I said, lady, my life been silent. And it, he said, yo, it's a good thing, bro, if your life is silent. Because that means you could handle shit, bro. What, 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 do, yeah, what yeah. do bears do when 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 women hit? Hibernate. Hibernate. Right. So you hibernate as a man, too. So a female, when a, when a strong female comes your way, you ever seen those bulls when they fight each other back to back? It be that for the first two years of your life. Mm -hmm. It's that battle that you can never win. It's that I want to win, but you want to win, too. So we're not going to win. So we're just going to stay here and be mad at each other. Me, right? So one thing me and my wife said to each other was like, yo, the day we go to sleep to each other, the day we go, the day we go to sleep mad at each other, That'll be the day that we got to wake up in the morning and have that uncomfortable conversation. And now we're going to work mad at each other. So the conversations needs to be held to the point that, all right, my mother told me don't be scared of work ever in your life. We used to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and not be home to 2 o'clock in the night. So my mother told me how to not be afraid. My grandmother told me to be gentle. My wife told me to humble myself. Because mm. mm -hmm. when I came into my wife, I was rah, rah, rah. I was that... That do, I thought I was that dude. And then here comes this though she that, that she knows she's that she's been had her son since she was 22. Yeah, she's sure been by yeah. herself since she was 22. She's had her son for six years, raising him by himself, struggling, one meal, this meal. So here I come thinking that my struggles are higher than yours, but you've been doing this. Mm. Yeah. So now I gotta come in here and humble myself and be like, yeah, my struggle has been up there and we can match them, but your struggles is real. Your struggles is real life situations. Mm. So as for my wife, I, I've always, and, and I probably don't tell her this enough, I have to salute her every single day of my life. Salute her. Bro. Because the simple fact that she has <laughs> done things for herself that has told me how to go to therapy. Mm. My wife told me for six months, go to therapy, go to therapy, go to therapy. You know what my ego did? Man, I'm going to go to therapy when I want to go to therapy. And it came to one point that I, I was just in my car and I was crying for no reason. Mm. I was just driving, crying for no reason. And I'm like, why the fuck am I crying? 
I didn't kill no rabbit today. I didn't kill no deer today. My son is fine. The wife is. But what am I? What? What is? I was like, I got. I got to go talk to somebody. So how do you? How do you overcome your ego and pride in those situations? Hey. I, I'm still working on it. You right. still work on it. You still work on it every day. Now what I do is. She wins 98% of the arguments, even if she's wrong. And then you know what happens later on? She realizes that she was wrong and she'll come to me Can and be you like, change that word, no. though, argument? Let that be hard conversations. Hard conversations. You're not arguing. You're right. having hard, difficult so conversations. When those hard conversa- so when yeah, those hard conversations come about, when those hard conversations come about, we will have those conversations. And whether she's right or she's wrong, I'll be like, you know what? All right, you got it. Mm. I'm the type of nigga that will be like, yo, you got it. All right, you got it. Right. But I'm also the type, the same nigga that will be like, I'm sorry first. Mm-hmm. She told me how to, even if she doesn't do it, I do it. I'll be like, yeah, my bad. My fault. Just because I know that tension in the house is going to go for 48 yeah, hours, woman got 72. Pride too, right? The woman's pride, you think we got pride? That shit worse. <laughs> that shit way worse. I killed my pride. Accountability man. is like kryptonite. Think, bro, you think we have pride as men? Woman's like pride is at 150%. Nah. I, killed my, I, killed I love a woman with some pride. Until you marry them. No, he talks it. So, Listen, so, toxic. He chatting. He like everything that's wrong. I don't wrong. know what he's talking so, about. <laughs> Look, no, it's it. Nah, the pride, pride, no. pride, pride is a pride is something that I don't know. Having a single mom, I think I, my pride was long. I really feel like I'm different from y'all, like from many ways. Like, yeah. I feel like I've watched y'all evolution. Y'all watch my evolution. If anything, you saw me more become manlier yeah. over the years. Back, you know back, what I'm back, saying? Back, back, because back. I was raising my mom. <laughs> mom, I'm a, I was a mama's so, so, boy. So you're saying so the late bloomer. You know? That's deep. That's deep. I, know, I, was, I, I was don't feel like I was a mama's look, boy. I was, I was, I was street mom, smart. I was, I was smart <laughs> enough. So, I was, you, so you, are you saying in, in comparison, not saying that you saw, but you were like in the crib and they was outside? No, I said it before. You did say that before. No, 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 I All said right. that. I'm, like, just, I'm just reiterating. The thing is, I knew I was you never... Lane. Huh? You knew your lane. You knew I knew my lane. lane. Yeah. I knew that on my block where I was from, I knew where I was from in the South Bronx. I knew where I was from. I knew okay. I was friends with every Crip, Blood, Latin King, Patria, all them kids. All them kids. But the thing is, I was... I was. But the thing is, I was a big guy. I never knew my strength. You got to know yourself. You know, I so I, I went to track. Football. I did football. I did boxing. I did anything in lanes to discipline myself. Right. Because again, I didn't know. You knew you could fight because you was fighting all the time. 100%. I didn't know I could mm. fight till I got into the boxing ring. You forget who our father was, bro. Yeah, that's true. Your father was Mike Tyson. But uh. that's another conversation <laughs> um, about manhood, right? So I didn't learn. I had to place myself in situations to think that was what was manhood. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times being raised by a woman, you don't I had yeah. I, I tapped into my feminine side at a young age. Me too. Like feeling my feelings. Yeah. Like feeling my feelings. You know how deep it is to feel your feelings? Mm. To be able to say, like the other day I woke up, you know, I start off my mornings really positive. I try to listen to an audible, something really good, workout, whatever. And then I had the audible on. I went to the bathroom, you know, doing my thing, whatever, whatever. And then my wife says a statement. She says, oh, you're the worst morning person in the world. Thinking that you're doing the best thing in the world. <laughs> and this, and, 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 fucking your all the time. And, 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 right. All the time. Right. All and, the time. And, and, and fucking you your know, vibe up every morning. She, she, she did mess up my vibe. I know she did. She did. That's she like being in the whole crib like, and they come on and be like... But that light so doesn't go there. I'm like, my nigga, did you not <laughs> yeah, see the like, whole Chris? Right, right. Like the so fuck? and I, in that moment, I realized Bad, she's it? annoyed at her pain. She's pregnant at the moment, right? Mm. She, so there's a lot going on in this young lady's body and, yeah. and mind. So I didn't even say a word to the negativity. Mm. And, and she saw what she did. 
And she switched it five minutes later to something positive. Then I acknowledged her. Then I spoke softly. And then when I got to work, she texted me, oh, I'm sorry for being a mean person, blah, blah. And I told her, I said, with you or just like anybody, I don't like to start off my mornings negative. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm angry, I don't. But that shows That's you with the right person because she reached out to you and she realized yep. she called herself. And that's something, that's yep. a standard I yep. kept with me and my woman. Yep. Like, if you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm not apologizing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not apologizing to feed your ego. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Don't even say sorry. There's been moments with my wife where I think because of what she's been involved in in the past, mm -hmm. where she apologized to me, but I know I did wrong. I'm like, no, no, I did do wrong. I apologize. That's my fault. Yep. I even said the audible was too loud. I In that text message, I said the audible was too loud. Next time, I need to be cognizant that somebody else is in the crib. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, no, nah, like, I'm, cause, and that's another that's thing. I'm not finna, yeah, I'm not finna right. just let you, like, I'm not finna just let you walk through earth, like, because a lot of times we got a lot of young ladies, we check them. helping them grow, even with students. As a dean, as a young lady, if you're wrong, you're yeah. wrong. And I'm gonna let you own up to it. I don't care. You're not about to circle around me, whatever, because I need you to be accountable. Right. Because yep. I'm a reflection of a man that you might see in the future. Yep, absolutely. So be accountable with these young men. Yep. Let them be accountable with you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then we grow. Because if I, if I let you pass as a dean, yep. I'm with you more than your dad sometimes. As, as yeah, an educator, sure. you have to check these students more than you have to check sometimes your partner for the simple fact that these young men are getting football sentences based on your lies. Mm -hmm. mm, so you can lie and and females. What, what, what this month? You have more you have more power than a male by a lot. Landslide. So when you say something about another male, especially a young man, you are holding that man's life in your hands. For sure. So you can lie. And until that lie is investigated, that man is in jail. Guilty, for, for sure. Yeah, he's guilty. For sure. To prove you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So as a female, you have to be cautious as a student. We educators, as a student, you have to be cautious of what comes out your mouth. And as a boy, as a male, as a young adult, you have to know how to read the room. You have to learn how to read the room. For sure. If you feel like that room is going to get you in some shit, dip. Exit stage. No, it's okay too, to leave. The thing is okay too, to like a lot of like, I feel like a lot of like, cause we all been young, right? I feel like the problem that we have is like holding ourselves accountable, like just like how Maury was saying, where like how people have their pride, let like get the best of them. I feel like the shit that stops us from growing is when we feel like we know everything, we know it all, so mm -hmm. nobody can tell us shit. Right. Anybody tell us, I'm like, nah, man, I've been doing this shit on my own. I know everything. You don't. You don't. can't tell me nothing right now. A real man never stops learning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's the a thing. Person. Aggression, and, not perfection. Exactly. You know and that's the problem with a lot of us, bro. Like, you have to learn from people. You have to learn to hold yourself accountable. The more you hold yourself accountable, the more growth that you're going to get. From, there's always room for growth. It don't matter who you are. I have nieces that literally know how to use an iPad more than me sometimes. And I was born way before them. You get what I'm saying? My nieces took my iPhone and put their face as the facial recognition <laughs> on the fire. freaking iPhone. The twins, Awa and Aisha, yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They crazy. But <laughs> they smart as hell. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like we have a habit of thinking that we know it all. We don't want to hold ourselves accountable. Like I had times where I where like when I'm like down or like, oh, I feel like I know everything, I'll call my brother, right? I'll call Maury. Remember last year, he had to check me for some right. shit. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, actually, no, it was this year. It was earlier this year. So everything was going smooth. 
Um, I was um, associated with certain people that I was working with, and I'm like, yo, I ain't going to lie. We just did a, um, a, a successful event. So I be doing yacht parties and stuff. So I'm like, yo, I want to do a yacht party soon. He was like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I want to do a yacht party soon, bro. I can make it happen. And he's like, yo, bro, like, you're in a position right now where you're figuring things out. Right. You can't just jump from one thing to another thing mm-hmm. where you haven't figured this out in this moment right now. Right. You feel me? And me in that moment, I was kind of pissed off because I was like, all right, cool. Like, I, fig- I figured I know everything, right? I'm like, nah, I know this shit's going to work. I just know this shit's going to work. Right, right. And he, what he was trying to get me to understand was like, bro, yes, you might know it's going gonna, it's gonna to work, but maybe it's not the time to do this right, right now. Bro. Right, right. Time just is. humble yourself and figure shit out. And once shit actually goes good, you can throw the yacht party and do whatever you want to do. Time management. A few months, like, probably like a month after that, the situation that I had going with these people didn't work out. Come on now. You feel me? And he, he told me to leave. He was like, yo, you got to leave. My sister told me to leave. Multiple other people told me to leave. You get what I'm saying? So when that happened, I'm, I was just left with nothing. I was depressed. I had a fucking movie camera, a red camera, Sony, a drone. I bought a whole production the year before, spent over like 30-something thousand of my money. And I wanted to sell everything. Even my witness, bro. <laughs> That's shit, bro. I said, fuck it. I'm giving up on this shit. That's I don't want to do this shit no more. That's the best. Time. I was gonna sell. I was gonna sell the cameras, the drone. I was gonna sell my car. I was like, I just don't want to deal with nothing. He was ready to give up. To he that. was like, Nah, bro. He's like, Just do it again. It's all right. That's then BG the had wrote a, a a note for me in 2020. It was during the pandemic. We used to be at Maury's crib every day, just wilding out. We call more the scientists during that era. You feel me? Yo, bro. <laughs> the scientists, feel me? Black Jesus, feel me? Bro, Teaching us some bro, science, you feel bro, me? Bro. So, yo, like. This thing is going crazy right now. Like, <laughs> at that time, we just did, like, just learning mad shit. And um, BG had wrote something. Like, feel me? BG was getting married, and we went to Atlantic City, feel me? Enjoyed over there. Went to um, the lotto. Um, what was the casino? That was the best experience. We went to Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Movie. Made some money. I don't back. even like to gamble. Movie. Tell me, movie. movie. We come back, BG and I'm like, yo, we got to do a podcast. Blessings. We're on town. No, we got to. BG's like, yo, we got to do a podcast. I'm like, yeah, we got to do it. I'm like, I did it in 2017, though. It didn't go right. And bypassed it, I did. It's like, ah. I was like, right, I'm going to see. BG was like, yo, you could do a podcast and make money from this and this and this right here. I'm like, we're cool. Mm. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I'm like, nigga, I want to get money right now. Um, I'm a futurist. Fast forward to 2022. When I left that studio or wherever I was at, I'm looking at my desk, cleaning everything out of my room. I find that piece of paper from 2020. It says everything you need to do to create this podcast. Mm. Damn, I need to write my will. Yeah, you know <laughs> nah, nah, yo, this, true story, right? Found that paper and I'm like, damn. I'm like, what else do I gotta lose? I call my brother. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to figure out a name. Talk to Maury. Maury's like, yo. He said some name. I'm like, yo, what you think about voice of the era? I feel like I never had a voice. Mm. <sighs> I never had a voice. <laughs> so I feel like I never had a voice. Why don't we create something for people to speak freely and do whatever they want to do? Shit, bro. And then that led to the performance videos and stuff like that, where I was like, there's a lot of artists out here that are very talented and they're not getting the attention and recognition they want. 
why don't I create some for them too? And I call that the underrated voices. Come on now. And by God's grace, everything is doing great right we now. We here now. Come on, Dave. She. God did. God did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy, bro. Yeah. But I got these people the right here to think, like, yo, for real, like nah, the aura can... of everybody in this room, on, it now. means a lot. And I feel like a lot of black men should like see this. And grow from this, like, and learn that, yo, you're not alone, man. Like, no, we all, all in the same boat, man. Right. Like, we might have different struggles, but at the end of the day, man, it's a struggle, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. You feel me? And we all got to embrace each other and lift each other up and Facts. be there for one another, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as black men, we, you know, we gems, man. Just We kings. Yeah, we kings. Like, I, I honestly, like, we also come to watching other people and trying right. to be, like, something, like, Something that we're not sometimes, right? And just embrace your journey. Like, I had to embrace BG the educator, BG the speaker, BG the... I'm I'm a, I'm a space that I curate for positivity for, for men, you know? For sure. And um, I'm, I may be weird to other people, which is okay, bro. And it's okay. Black men, it's okay yeah, to be yeah, weird, it's bro. It's really okay to be weird. It's really it's okay. okay. It's really okay to be into things like... Because weird is you. Yo, bro, I'll be, be looking forward to meeting guys like... I want to hear the weirdest shit like right, that's right, in your right. head. Like, right. what's scientific about you that you right. like? You know, because mm. sometimes he be telling me about cars and engineer. Yeah, I be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Right, but I but love it. Right, but right, I love right, it because right. it's like you're so meticulous about the right. little things, and it's like, right. yo, that shit is fire. That bro. little thing makes that car work. Yeah, it makes that right. Exactly. I didn't even know that screw was missing. That you can relate to your life too. Like when you talk to people, I love talking to people that don't have nothing to do with what I do. That's it. Because it's a perspective, right? Like every conversation is a perspective. So you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You you start asking questions, and they be ask questions like, yo, like it be some bullshit, but they're gonna give you an answer, and they're gonna let just let them flow, That's it. let them flow, and you're gonna walk away with a gem, right? Like. It's crazy. I'll give y'all some quick shit. I was at a I was at a company meeting for like my job or whatever, and this dude sitting next to me. It's like a big meeting, like the com- big company meeting. I'm sitting next to a dude, and he basically like we're sitting, we're not talking to each other. Long story short, we he like it was a break. He gets up, he looks back, he's like, "Yo, we've been sitting next to each other the whole time," and we started chopping. So it was a white guy, older white guy. We started chopping, we chopping. Long story short, I didn't even realize two days before I I reached out to that guy to be my mentor. Wow. But I never met him. It's wow. crazy. That's God, bro. Like it's just like you know what I mean. Sometimes you just have to be in the moment. You know what I mean, and be able to have that conversation. Because the conversation was great before I realized that was my mentor. That's it. Shit's crazy. Right. So that's why I tell a lot of um, a lot of young black guys like us when you're bro, don't look like your struggles, bro. Nah, please don't. That's don't, real. Don't look like your struggles, because I'm telling you right now, man. It's not. It, you're doing yourself a disservice. That's yeah. Because I remember when I was in Tokyo. I think the biggest. I also went to Tokyo. One of the biggest words. Black I man took Tokyo. Tokyo. Black Jesus, man. Black Jesus, Jesus walking in Tokyo. Walking to Earth. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know that. Yeah, like yeah. niggas in Paris, but niggas in Tokyo. He had the biggest. Bro. 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 You heard? Didn't tell Them niggas were like, Naruto. No, but for real, for real, I think that was fucked up. One of the biggest words I learned. Yeah. One of the biggest words I learned in Tokyo. And I think I apply every day is you know where I use all the time aesthetics, bro. Aesthetics, oh, yeah. aesthetics, mm. bro. Y'all know you gotta understand your aesthetics, bro. For yeah. sure. That's why I be trying to tell a lot of dudes don't look like your struggles. You know why? Because yo, when you look like you winning, bro, you attract. You just attract, attract money. Attracts energy. money. You know what it's what the energy. Got, they can read saying? it off of you. Like right? you could be struggling, and I'm not saying that you. I'm not saying to ignore your problems, like face your problems, mm-hmm. but you don't like. You know, you you meet people sometimes, especially as men. Like you know, they got they going through a bad day. The whole world got to know they're going through a bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fuck that, Don't man. do that. Nah. 
know what I'm saying? And I think that one of the biggest things for a man to learn is learn how to stay poised. Mm. At all even, times, even even through even through the drama, learn mm-hmm. to stay poised. At bro. all times, you know what I'm Grand- saying. My grandmother tells me wear your best outfit when you don't have a dollar in your pocket. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Facts. At all times, because the best opportunity could come to you when you look like you winning. Because mm-hmm. like right now, like listen, like if I'm looking to hire somebody, you going through something, I interview you right now, and you look like your girl just beat your ass up, and you don't it's look. Nice. You know what I'm saying. You you complain about what's going on at home, and I, as a human being, I could listen, but at the end of this business, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to listen to that right now. What can you, you know, what, you, what can you give to me? Right, I say. You know what I'm saying? So just, just, just don't look like your struggles, bro. Don't look like right. struggles. Don't wear that stress because we come, from, we come from stress. We come from like even if we had good homes, like you said, we had good homes, but we all gonna go through tumultuous moments that in life, right? Stress. So you that can't wear that because like, you know. I think sometimes how you, I told, I, like one of my best friends passed away, right? And I was talking God, in the car with my brother, for sure, that's God my brother, that's my dead. God. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, shout out to you, Dom. But um, I was having this conversation about how do you wear that stress, right? Like I'm a person, I always tell people I'm like a a, a duck almost, right? Like on the water, they're kind of just flowing, but under the water, they're working hard as shit. And I'm, yeah. I think I'm that person. My brain is always like, ooh, ooh. But my, my demeanor, my face is always like very straight, right? Um, I have feelings, I have emotions, but it's how I wear them, right? Like I'm not gonna, you know, some life is life, right? It starts and it ends. So how would I how do I wear that stress? It's about pushing forward on what we started together. Some of the shit that we did together, yep. I just kept pushing forward. Yep. Not to say that I'm not um mourning, because I definitely mourn. I'm not saying that I'm not grieving, because I definitely grieve, but we all grieve different. But how do I wear that stress? Yep. Right? Cause like there's days, don't get me wrong, and recently it happens, days we go into funk. Like, yo, I really wish this didn't go like that. Like, why is this happening to me? But life is life, and you got to live it. You know what I mean? So I, I, I definitely think, again, to piggyback off you, don't. This is my last right comment right here, right? And I appreciate what you said. This is my last comment, and I'm, I'm not going to speak anymore. But um, <laughs> It's your podcast, bro. No, no, no. Chill, chill, chill. Boy, you I've had, I've had, For sure. <laughs> I've, had suicide, I've had suicidal thoughts. We all have. As it, you yep. know what I'm saying? But I got to say this. Yeah, sure. Why? Because a lot of men don't hear other men say, I had suicidal thoughts. I had dark thoughts. I have them. Very dark thoughts. Yes, like sir. Where it's like, yo, bro, I need my wife. Like, let's go take a walk. I need to go to, to Maury. Maury be like, yo, you good, bro? Like, he doesn't even know what I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. I may be fighting a demon inside of me. And um, as men, I just want to tell you, it's okay to say I love you, man. For sure. It's okay to, it's okay to, you, it's okay to just, I text you and I'm just checking in. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything from you. You good? I'm just checking in. We do that Like, what, what right. you mean? Every like, week, every day. It, it, it's, every day. It's absolutely fine to just, you know, because it's real, right? right? You probably a fly guy. You walking in these streets. Everybody's like, yo, he good all the time. Solid, but, And then next thing you know, not you, but they're like, yo, he killed himself. Mm. Like, what? What happened? Don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he's going through. Michael K. Yeah. Williams is yeah. a great example of that, right? Come on. He didn't kill himself, but he had demons. He had demons. And he was fighting. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Comedian. So, comedian. so right. I just say this to I say this to say, yo, to all men out there, be you, be real with you. Know that we're gonna go through things in this life. And the next, you know what I'm saying? This is the dunya. We're working towards the deen. Mm. It's Islamic terms, you know. But with that this dunya is never gonna be easy, but it's not. It's it's not the way to take your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's never the way, because nope. your story is a part of your resiliency. Fact, what you going through is gonna aid the next person. Yeah. Don't be selfish. I need you here. You heard? That's me. Just don't be afraid to talk, man. Don't be afraid to like talk to people. People are always there. Like your friends are there for counsel. 
And if it's certain friends that are like you can't open up to in that in that way because you feel like they might use it against you, then those are not the people to be around. For sure. Really you sure. feel me? And like you should look confidant. for people that can help you out in that manner where you could open up to them and talk to them. It could be family, it could be sure. anybody. It don't only have to be therapy. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like my therapists are my family. My sure. brother, my older brother, sure. and my sister. You feel sure. me? Mm-hmm. And if and if they don't got the answer, then maybe therapy is the best bet to go to. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You get what Definitely. I'm saying? You always see counsel from people, learn new things from people, and see what is the best way to go about it. Um, I feel like today we had a good ass topic, man. We went crazy today, man. Amazing. For sure. I ain't gonna lie, I really I, I I really enjoyed it. I feel like a lot of people needed this. Right. Especially um, men. Facts. A lot of yeah, a lot of men, a lot of young black men that are growing up. Um, you're not alone, man. We all here with it with you. We still facing some of these things and some of these trials and tribulations. And we getting through it every day, you feel me? Uh, We're going to wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in to Voice of the Arab podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And everybody, I want y'all to just reintroduce your Instagram so that y'all can follow everybody here. So mention your Instagram for everybody and your name. This is Mark. My IG is uh, the bigger man. Uh, main got an E at the end, so whatever. Uh, this is Maury. IG is Cars and Codes, the letter N, not the word N. Cars and Codes. Uh, this is Bengali. Uh, IG is underscore, underscore BGC. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brian. Um, IG is Rojas, two R's, three J's. This is Kadeem. Instagram is three underscores, D-E-E-M-Y. Know the vibes. Thank you for tuning in to Voice of the Era podcast. Peace. Peace. Uh, Man.